Hello, and welcome to the Kids Ministry Circle podcast. Kids Ministry Circle is a community for kids ministry leaders to be encouraged and equipped to love and serve the local church. My name is Lauren Jackson, and I am joined by my co-host, Becca Harris, and we have a guest with us today, and her name is Chelsea, and we will learn more about her in just a second. But before we jump into our conversation today, I wanted to share a quick announcement with you. We are super excited that we launched our Christmas resource video over on our YouTube channel, and it is full of resources for Christmas events at your church, for curriculum on Sunday mornings, for resources for your parents to do at home. And it's just a combination of some of my favorite things that we've done as a family and then some new things that have hit the kids ministry world this year and so much more. So you can head over to YouTube and check out Kids Ministry Circle and start planning for the Christmas season. All right, back to our conversation. Now, like I said, we have our new friend, Chelsea, but our hope for inviting some people onto this podcast is just to continue to share the wisdom and knowledge of kids ministry leaders from all over. We want to give her the space to share what she's doing in her ministry so that we can all learn a thing or two from Chelsea. So Chelsea, welcome to the podcast. How about you share a little bit about yourself? Awesome. Well, thank you so much for having me. So I am Chelsea and I am the kids pastor at Journey Church, which is a church in Bend, Oregon. Um, I've been in and out of ministry um, since about 2008. Um, I have two amazing kids that are six and eight, which is just wild. And we are fostering a 13-year-old girl, which is also wild. (laughs) And uh, my husband and I have been married about 12 and a half years, and he's amazing and gets voluntold all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's the best. And all the staff spouses said amen. Yeah. (laughs) Mm. That's so good. Okay, so tell us. You said you've been in and out of ministry since 2008. Tell us a little bit more about how you got started in ministry, what's kind of been this journey since 2008, and tell us how long you've been been on staff at Journey Church specifically. Yeah, so um, man, such a God story. So um, I became a believer when I was about 19 and started attending Journey. It was just a young adults group, a part of um, another church. And um, that's where I met my husband, too, and um, just got really involved in small group there. And um, the Keith was, is the pastor at Journey, and um, him and his wife, Kara, had two kids at the time. And really, they were just running around during um, the young adult group, and we sort of began to see other kids running around too. And I had this really awesome plan of leaving and moving to Portland, which is about three hours from here and going to business school. And, um, you know, God just totally stepped in and he was, um, brought some of the journey leadership team my way. And they asked me to run the big kids ministry of six kids, (laughs) um, (laughs) completely volunteer, which was really wild because, um, I didn't grow up in church. Like I didn't grow up knowing Bible stories at all. Noah's Ark, nothing like Mm. that. So for me, it was really stretching yet really exciting. Um, because of course, you know, as a new believer, I was just on fire for the Lord. So, um, changed all my plans and stayed. And, um, so I got to be a part of journey, just going from a young adult to having so many different types of people showing up. Um, and then 
journey actually launched um, and was planted out of New Hope Church and Bend. And um, my husband and I got to be a part of that. And it was so cool and see the ministry grow to about 25 kids um, and just sort of lead a really small team, completely volunteer. You know, Saturday nights I'd be writing the Bible story curriculum that I probably just learned that week. <laughs> oh, that's the <laughs> best. Um, cutting out little crafts. Um, and of course, already making Tim join me in that. <laughs> and then um, my husband actually um, uh, is a power lineman. And in that, he had quite a long apprenticeship. And so with that, we left Bend and um, moved away for about two years and then came back. And at that time, Journey was actually hiring not just um, doing volunteer for a kid's pastor. And so really fun story is I applied for it. And, um, you know, Keith will even say like, mm, we need to have somebody with experience, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. And so, um, but while we were away, I was a preschool teacher. And so, um, so anyway, I ended up getting a job and really exciting. We bought a house, um, got pregnant with our first child, and then Tim's job took us away. And so we... We left and we actually moved into a fifth wheel and traveled all over the Northwest, um, all over Washington, Oregon, and California um, with our kids. And really, you know, this is kind of a side note, but I gained so much from being a first timer to so many churches, especially with kids. Um, And just having that mom, that mom thing, you know, like, what is this like to drop my kids off and what are they experiencing and what are they doing? And Mm -hmm. so I just really learned so much from a really different perspective. Um, of course, not with the mindset of like, what are they doing in kids ministry, but like, what is this like for our family and Mm -hmm. for our friends? And, um, you know, journey has always been a church that reaches the lost, the non-churched. And so, um, we do things differently. We've always done that. And so really, it was always important to us that we attended a church that we could invite people to. Um, And so that, I just learned so much. That was such a side note. But um, so yes, we were away for five years and then we moved back and no joke, Journey was hiring again for um, a kid's pastor. (laughs) That's crazy. um, This was really cool because I got called into Keith's office and he was like, what do you want? Like, we want you here. What do you want? I know you're a mom now. And so they've just been so incredible with me in terms of I started part-time for about a year, and then my kids went to school. And so now um, being full-time, so now I've been in for three years, three and a half years, being back. So I should probably do the math, and that would be, you know, maybe six-ish years, um, and then maybe four or five on staff. But um, so it's been all over the place. (laughs) That's awesome. That's awesome. I love that they're that God provided a place every time you came back. You know, I think that says something. Yeah. So. Yeah. Absolutely. Know. Yeah. <laughs> when, when kind of when you got into kids ministry, right? You kind of got into it by default, by accident. But what are some of the reasons that like you kind of felt this? I mean, we heard your little bit of your journey, but like, what are some of the reasons that really kept you in kids ministry or that keep you in there now? You know. Yeah. Oh, that's such a great question. Um, well, I think it absolutely started out as a need and an ask. And that was, you know, that was cool. Like, yeah, I'll do that. Um, (laughs) and then, I mean, the Lord's just, it's just been a really awesome thing. Like he's really called me, um, to work with kids. And so, um, it's just been something that I didn't even know existed really until probably the last several years of like, oh, this is something that you've, totally made me like that's who you created me to be um and called me to be and so 
it is, it's really neat when the Lord, when you're doing something that you're called into because, mm-hmm. and I think in ministry you have to be called mm-hmm. um, because it's super hard and mm-hmm. things come up, but when you're, my whole heart just beats for it. And so um, that's what absolutely keeps me in. And man, there's just nothing like witnessing kids follow the Lord and um, getting to be a part of their story is so cool. Yeah, I mean, I feel the same. It's like, man, if we could, if these kids could learn, if they knew God in, in like at an intimate age at, at, at so young, you know, like how impactful would that be? And if they learned truths that they could stand on right. when they get into middle school and high school and college and adult life, yeah. like I just think, you know, how different things could be, you know, um, and so that's exciting, exciting yeah. to think about. So. so true. Yeah. I love that. Mm-hmm. I love, um, I don't know, I get chills yeah. thinking about like just the reality that kids ministry leaders get to tell kids about Jesus sometimes for the first time that they're hearing the name of Jesus for the very first time on a Sunday morning. And cause maybe they don't come from a family that talks about Jesus, Jesus at home. And so, right. Like I, I love that piece as well of just like, no, we get the opportunity to share Jesus with people who may never ever hear the name of Jesus spoken at home. And that like it does as you were talking Chelsea I'm like you like it's like your whole heart just like swells with like oh I love it too I love it so much (laughs) yeah it's so good talk to us about some of the ways that you have formed your ministry to match your community so you kind of said that you and your staff and the people of Journey really strive to do things differently so it attracts people who don't know Jesus and it attracts the unbeliever. And so how does that work in kids' ministry? How are you doing things differently to attract maybe the families that have unbelievers? Oh, yeah, good question. Um, well, it really, I mean, that really does stem from Keith. You know, it, like it's mm-hmm. top down for sure. Like it's always been his heart because he also didn't grow up in church. And actually our whole entire staff has a different background in some sense, which is really fun. Um, and so that's really mm-hmm. what it comes from. And that's really what our whole culture is all about is um, just church for the unchurched. Um, and so we always talk about someone's first day. And so really our Sundays are built around, what if somebody's never stepped in church? What if they've never um, put their kids in kids' ministry? What if they've never even left their kids Mm. with anybody? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Which has come up a lot in the last few years. Um, And so really, it's really thinking about someone's first day. And like I said, getting the opportunity to attend so many churches as a first day (laughs) with kids has really just been that. You know, my son, for example, really struggles to go in to to classrooms and places he doesn't know and see change. And and so I have walked with him in that and I have felt the pull and the tug as a mom. And so just getting to really um, meet families in that place is really essential. So even as far as like how we do um, greeting when somebody's coming into our building and it starts with, you belong here, like you're welcome here. We acknowledge you, we see you. And um, rather it's your first time or you've been coming for years. And so that goes right into our new family check-in, making sure that they're acknowledged, that they're seen, that we're there to carry them and walk them through every step of the way, right into the kids' classroom, meet their teachers, that whole thing. And our leaders know that too. So we have, For all of our new families, they get um, a different colored check-in sticker, which are orange. 
And um, so right away, our leaders are knowing, hey, I'm going to pay a little extra attention um, to this family and just making sure they're comfortable and they're feeling good. And so those are some ways that we really um, we really spend a lot of time in our in our culture and our DNA um, and just really all, all walks of wherever they're coming from. And then um, I would say that we are just really our reputation in Bend um, is just that like no matter where you're from, like you can come to journey. And so a lot of people, if they haven't been a part of a church or any of that kind of stuff, and they just meet somebody, that's usually who, um, who's invited to journey, who's, who's told about journey, which is super cool. I mean, Mm -hmm. I just feel like that's got Jesus written all over it, you know? Um, so I would say that, and then we've just got some, like, we do a big, um, and we maybe we'll talk about this more, but we do a big event in the summer called Summer Wars, which is our version of EBS. And, um, I mean, it's, it is so rad, <laughs> but it's just totally around competitive water games. And so that really just invites, <laughs> that really just invites a lot of kids that don't go to church. Yeah. Um, and it's just that element of like, okay, yes, it's all about Jesus. Um, but this is such a cool place. And then like we just did church in the park, um, which is in our, like a really well-known park in Bend and just another really cool way of inviting people that don't go to church at all. I mean, to be walking by and be like, what is going on here? We've got bounce houses and food trucks. And so kind of fighting that, um, like what's happening in our, our city that, um, we can um, mesh into into church, yeah. yet um, we will always stand behind, it's all about Jesus. So mm-hmm. never compromising that, but um, just finding that way to be in our community has been really cool, for, or just yeah. what we've been doing. Yeah, that is cool. That is cool. Well, I mean, you already broached the subject. Tell us about these summer wars. What is this? What is this event? Yeah, so summer. I knew. Wars. I knew Becca would <laughs> well, be interested. In it's called summer. In the wars, summer wars sounds so. intense and awesome. And she said water games. So I, I tuned in. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah, <laughs> it is my favorite event that we do all year. Um, it is hyped up to the max. I have families texting me in January, like, "What are the dates? <laughs> we can't make our summer plans without knowing about summer wars." So we do um, first through fifth graders. Um, they, it's three days, um, and we've kind of gone back and forth about do we make it four days, whatever. Um, but it's from nine thirty to one thirty, and um, they come. They get their color T-shirts. They get put on color teams. They make a chant. They um, make up their team name and um they just come ready to win but of course in a really graceful (laughs) i'm very competitive so it is one of those elements of like we're here to win gracefully (laughs) yeah be be Um, kind when you dominate someone this is my yeah but but gracefully is like in yeah but you're here to win so yeah uh anyway (laughs) yep so um this year was really cool it was our biggest yet um we had about 200 kids and um we did divide um first through we did first and second graders and then we did third through fifth graders so that was such a win for us because you can really just those older kids can do a little bit more Mm -hmm. dominating (laughs) yeah um but we find the biggest water bounce houses there are uh we have so many water guns our superheroes um which oh all of our volunteers we call them superheroes because they're truly superheroes for god's kingdom so our superheroes um they get a sword gun all the time so um anyway so we just come up with these wild wet games and um it is so fun we do dance parties throughout the whole thing 
fun music going because I love dance parties. Um, <laughs> and then we've just got, we have like refs, which this year was really cool because uh, our youth pastor who does our middle school, high school was one of our refs. Mm-hmm. And I just love that for fifth graders. Mm-hmm. I think if you have the option and yeah, awesome. if you have the option in your ministry to, to combine that in some way to um, really partner with your youth director or youth pastor, it's so good. So we're working on doing that some more, but it was just so fun. So anyway, and then of course it's all about Jesus. So they just get thousands and thousands of points for games, but they have a memory verse that they um, can sing to us. They can hum to, I mean, they could just do so many silly things. And then, um, man, and we get to share the gospel. So, um, so we share that, uh, we talk about what it means to really follow Jesus And then um, what I love this year is I gave the mic to the kids a lot. Um, Like, tell me what it means to follow Jesus. And Mm. they're just the best. (laughs) Yeah. So when you, yeah, when you have second graders, third graders telling other kids why Jesus is so cool, like, it's the best. I mean, I just, Mm -hmm. I just love it so much. It's, um, it's the best. Yeah. Well, and I mean, you're kind of training them to share the gospel, right? Like, yes, that's like, that's you know, one of the things you want kids to be able to do is not just when they're adults, but you know, when they're, right. when they're kids yeah. to be able to share the good news that they, what, that they believe. And so, um, I love that. Yeah. I love that mm-hmm. idea. That's, that's really cool. Yeah. So what gave you the idea for summer wars? Like, how'd you get there? Yeah. So, um, our former kids pastor, um, was I actually don't know what church he um I forgot but anyway he learned it from another church I actually want to say in a different country and then um he launched it and what was really cool is the first year we launched it um we and we we've always done it at a school or a park and so that way we really partner with our community in that way too and we don't have a field so um but what was really cool is the field that he chose was right next to um, an apartment uh, complex. And so um, one thing is it's always very, it's always affordable. So it was actually free for several years. And then the last couple of years we started providing lunch. And so we charged $10 a child. Um, so super affordable. And mm-hmm. then um, anyway, that apartment complex, um, they were getting all set up for it. And this family of like four kids came out and saw what was going on and they totally came and participated in it. And then they showed up at church on Sunday. That's and cool. so really, um, just super cool. So it's just been, um, I mean, his heart was all in it. And then, um, he actually, when I became kids pastor, he was our youth pastor and he actually came and really, uh, he was our referee and showed me all the ways to make it awesome. And, um, so it's just been like expanding and growing and it's just awesome. That's really cool. I like that. I like that. So. I love, I love the piece that you said about the, not only it does summer war sound really legit and crazy fun, <laughs> but also the piece that you said about how you got your youth pastor involved and how like he takes part of his work week to show up and participate yeah. and be there and I think that's really important in kids ministry. And I think Becca can agree to this of just making that connection. Like what you said, Chelsea, about the fifth graders getting to know the youth pastor yeah. and getting to like already build those relationships before they head into middle school. I think that's just really sweet. Um, how else do you weave kids ministry into what journey church is already doing? So it sounds like you're, church in the park which again sounds like a really cool event and 
it sounds like you guys are already like you already have bounce houses there and you guys make that a whole family affair. It's not just a church in the park for adults and you have to figure out a way to keep your kids busy. It's no like we think of the whole family when we create events like this. Tell us what other events that you love that you get to do throughout the year. Oh, yeah. So can I start by saying, so we have three pillars at Journey, faith, community, and, and love. And so and so we kind of filter everything through those things. So to make sure we're kind of grounded and we're doing things in all aspects. So hope would be like hope and community. Um, mm-hmm. Faith is like our big events like church and that kind of thing, growing in that way. And then love is in compassion and how we're outreach to the community. And mm-hmm. so that's really how we filter our events and the lens. And it's always about the why. So we've this and this really, again, is top down, but we don't just do events to do them. We don't just do things. We don't just have a women's Bible study because that's what you do at church. It's really like, okay, is this in line with um, a who God's called our church to be? And um, does it fit in these pillars? And what is really the why behind why we're doing it? Is it leading people on transformation Mm -hmm. in Jesus? Mm -hmm. And so as long as that's happening and we can explain that that's happening, we do events and there's, there's a few events that we do every year, um, but we always go back to, is it still in line? Is it still aligned in this? And then um, there's so many things that we just don't continue doing or we shift how we do it to fit that. Is there, we don't just do things to do them, you know, to fill our calendars. Cause, mm-hmm. yeah. And so, um, so yeah, so with that, it's, um, you know, it just changes. We do a kid's night out for kids. Um and so we call it Kids Night Out, and really it's parents go have a date, and we just do something super awesome for kids. So we take them to the trampoline zone. We do a cereal pajama party, Lego night. Lego night was awesome. Do Lego night. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. And then we just try to make it extra rad, and the kids get super excited for it. Um, and that's, that's partnering with families and parents, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, oh, we just did family experience night back in June, um, which probably wasn't the best time to do it because we were preparing for summer wars. Um, but it was so rad. So that is the whole church staff was on board because we did it in the auditorium. So we had um, live worship um, with some really cool, including myself. <laughs> but no, we had some like kid, <laughs> we had some like dance, kid dance songs that we do. And just getting, my heart is always to, for parents to see what their kids are doing at kids church and then um for kids to be a part of what their parents are doing in adult, adult church so nothing it's all like together and so like even yeah. this sunday this sunday night we're going to do a family worship night and so i will advocate that advocate for our elementary kids um to be in mm-hmm. service with their parents yes it's messy yes it's you know it's whatever and but to to experience it as a parent and watch my kids worshiping with me to watch families worshiping together to maybe that is so cool to me. I mean, I'll, I know I'm going to cry on Sunday. I just know. <laughs> and then um, church in the park is rad because it's the same thing. You know, they sit, they yeah. sit through a message, they sit through um, worship, but we do bring in a whole kids element to that too. So we do a kids song to start us off and really it's inviting parents and, and, and everybody in our church to know that kids ministry is church. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And so, um, so yeah, so those are some things, of course, Christmas will do a whole big thing. Easter, we do a big, you know, we do bounce houses and Easter egg hunt and, um, Easter's awesome. (laughs) (laughs) And, um, I know I'm like trying to think of the whole year, but, um, we, you know, we are, um, 
we're a smaller staff and so really we do really have a few events that we're all hands on deck and summer mm-hmm. wars is one of those our family experience night was one of those and so um it's just really advocating for it to be at a similar level as adult church and i think from what i can tell i think often um you know kids leaders can be um siloed a little bit and just kind of like you know you take care of the kids that kind of thing but i think if you are in kids leadership in any way if there's a way for you to advocate that um it's all combined and you're making a difference in the lives of these kids and that makes a difference in families and that's your church mm-hmm. and they are the church now is it is is a big deal i'm thankful that um our pastor keith he's just always been on that and so um it's never been something i've had to fight for but i do know that it's worth the fight for sure yeah yeah no i love i love uh, I mean, you said so many good nuggets in there, but kind of that last one of just, you know, I tell our team all the time, like the value of a person's soul is not determined by its age in years, yeah. you know, like I think oh, sometimes we yeah. think that the, the older the person is, they, they can do more ministry. So we're going to spend our efforts there. Um, but really it's all the soul, the souls that fill our bumbos to the souls that fill our chairs in the auditorium are the same, <laughs> same value, yeah. you know? And so uh, I do think yeah. it's important, and I harp all the time that like kids ministry is not the thing that happens so that the real ministry can go on, right? It's not the babysitting ministry. Now, that is part of it sometimes, but that's not where it stops. Like, I mean, sometimes it is yeah. like it, it is going to help mom and dad to not be distracted, but it can't just be that, right? It's not sure. It's it's, right. it's so much more, and so I love that, and I love the idea of what you said about parents and kids worshiping together. It's a big value of of mine too, um, for parents to get down on their kids level. That's like pretty biblical, you know, it's like Jesus coming to us. Right. Um, but then also for kids to learn how to do church, they have to be in there. They have to be in that environment and they have to be able to see, like if mom and dad talk about the importance of loving Jesus, they have to be in an environment where they watch mom and dad and other adults worship and love Jesus. Um, and they're going to learn. I mean, even me, I grew up in, Mm -hmm. you know, a Baptist church my whole life and, there was like a little segment of church for kids and then we had Sunday school after, but there was like, we were in big church, you know, that's what we called it, big church. And so much of what I learned about church was just sitting in there. Like, oh, we stand up when we do this. Oh, yeah. we sit down when we do this. Oh, we're quiet here. Oh, we're, you know, and um, I don't disagree with us doing service during, you know, separate kids church. I don't disagree with that, but I do think there's, it's good to have that environment for our kids to actually learn church and, and participate yes. with their parents. You know, I think that's such a key um, a key part of them learning and a key part of parents discipling their kids is having them in that environment with them. You know, I think that's really good. That's really good. So Mm -hmm. I was just going to say one more thing that is coming for us is we do rooted. Um, and so, Oh, yes. Rooted is a 10 week discipleship program if you haven't heard about it. And so we have small groups that meet all over our church, um, one night a week. And, um, each week it's really foundational about what does it mean to be a follower of Jesus. And so we have rooted kids too, which is so cool. So it did kind of start out as like, okay, childcare Tuesday nights, two hours. Mm-hmm. What do we do with these kids for two hours? <laughs> and um, we've just really transformed that thought to, no, we're going to yeah, do rooted kids. Cool. And so w- I love it so much because each week is we partner with what the parents are learning or the, you know, everybody that's going through it is learning. And so it really is learning about serving, uh, about worship, 
um, about financial mm-hmm. giving, about generosity. Um, you know, there's seven rhythms and rooted. And so mm. repentance, you know, and how cool is it when a kid could actually tell you what repentance is? And so we had just this sweet group of kids um, at the end of last year. And um, so we're launching that this Tuesday. And I'm just so excited because we had kids get baptized. We had kids give their lives to Jesus. And it's such an intimate time that you know it's authentic. You know it's real. You know that they're really learning about prayer and the Bible Mm -hmm. and um, who they are in Jesus. Um, So Rooted is really cool. And I think um, I just did learn, too, that they even have Rooted Youth. And so they have their own booklet um, that youth can go through. So it's just a really neat way. I really believe it takes whatever level of believer, if they're um, really new in their faith, if they've been a Christian for like a long time, and it really grounds them in community and Mm -hmm. in real relationship with Jesus. And so to get to do that with kids is really cool. And um, so that's just really exciting. I think that's one of the coolest things that we do as well. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, I know that Rooted is out of Mariner's Church in Southern California. And so we'll link Rooted in that website in the show notes for this episode. But I've never talked to a church that actually did Rooted Kids. I've always known like people did like the adult program. And my parents went through it at the adult level. But it's so fun that you guys are like, no, we're not going to just offer offer childcare. Like we are actually going to have them participate in Rooted so that they could even go home that night and talk more about it as a family. And that's just super cool. So we'll link that in the show notes. So if you are interested about that for your church, you can find all the things. Yeah. Awesome. Hey, Chelsea, you, you have two kiddos, um, and you're, uh, you know, a mom in ministry. And so I know with that, that there comes some challenges, um, and sometimes even some fears. And so, um, I know, you know, sometimes people worry about, um, you know, their kids' own spiritual health being drug, drug, if you will, that's in quotations. You can't see me, but that's what I'm doing, to church, um, or um, fear of what people will think of your own parenting style, or mm. just kind of any of those complexities that comes with parenting while you're also leading the kids' ministry. Um, yeah, do you have any kind of words to share there um, or encouragement to kind of share to other, other parents who are serving in kids' ministry? Yeah, I think that that is such a good question and so vital um, because our families really do come first. And Mm -hmm. um, I think we kind of stink at making sure that is truth, like that's actually Mm -hmm. happening. Um, I've been learning a lot through that. It's been really humbling. It's been really trying spiritually. And I think the enemy really likes to come at that um, when we're doing such awesome work. And Mm -hmm. so, um, yeah, I've definitely seen my family take a back seat to the fact that I need to be somewhere. And, and church is kind of crazy because it, it, it's, your, it's your work, yet it's also mm-hmm. it's your friendships. It's your family. Yep. It's, it's just so blended that it doesn't have this separation. And so um, I just think one of the things that I kept thinking about as you were asking that was the importance of Sabbath. And mm. I really do stink at this, but really, <laughs> I really do. Don't, don't we uh, yeah. all? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will say it is the one commandment that God promised a blessing for us. And, yep. and so 
if you can find a way to truly step out of it for, I would really recommend two days a week um, or one day a week to really just truly say, I am not answering my phone for that. I am not taking that call Saturday night. I am not acknowledging that that volunteer can't make it um, <laughs> because it's Friday night and I'm having dinner with my family and yep, I've done it. Yep. I've done it all. I've done it where I've answered the call. I've, I've prayed over people. I've sat with people. I've left what I was doing. I left a baseball game to go sit with the family. And there is this element where we have to say like, what is more important in this moment? Mm -hmm. And more than not, it will be your family. Um, And more than not, you might not choose that. And so um, what does it really look like? And I have learned my kids are just getting so big way too fast. And, um, you know, I encourage all of our families to put their phone down, to play a board game, to stop working, to stop doing the dishes. Like we've got to be able to do that in the ministry as well. And we've got to be able to very gracefully say, um, oh, Monday morning, I'm sorry I missed you on Friday. Um, I was doing this with my family. I'm here. What's going on? Um, Mm -hmm. And know that their crisis um, is important. But, but really your family really does trump that. And I think that's the order that we're called to um, anyway. And so yep. I have a lot of work to do in this, so it is not easy. Um, but it really is um, something I think we gotta work for and um, advocate for in hopes that um, it's also seen and yeah. heard. Yeah, no, that's really good. It's true, it, it, you know, it can feel like, um, you know, in some sense, it's like, well, I mean, my family can wait. I can, I got to take care of this deadline and, and that can feel sure. true in any job, but it does get really messy yep. when it's your church and mm-hmm. when, and, and when there's other things going on. And so, um, it is a hard line to walk. Um, and so you're right. I think Sabbath, yep. I think pri- having to fight to prioritize that, um, is really important because I have a, a dear friend who's, who has said like, you know, um, that the the church honestly can find other other kids directors, but your kids only have one mom, you know. Yeah. Um, and I was like, oof, that's good. That's good, a good yeah. reminder, you know. Um, and so I think you know, not that our calling isn't important, but it's it's really like the the you know the third or fourth calling on a list. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we're son or daughter first, husband, wife next, mom yep. or dad. And then yep. we're, you know, an employee of the church, a servant in God's church, you know. So, right. um, yeah. Yep. So that's good. That's a good word. So thanks for sharing that with us. That is good. That's so good. Yeah. Thank well, Chelsea, uh, as a way to end our podcast, this is a question that we're going to kind of ask all of our guests is, but if you were, if you were talking to someone brand new to ministry, what would be your piece of advice or what would you, um, share with them? Mm -hmm. So I would share that you need to pray Mm -hmm. and you need to pray Mm -hmm. and you need to pray (laughs) and then you need to pray. Um, and you need to let the Lord tell you how to run your ministry and mm, what your role so is in it. And um, there is this element of not comparing to what other churches mm-hmm. are doing, not comparing. Now we have the privilege um, of talking and, and gaining so much from other churches. And I learn a lot from other kids, pastors and directors. And I totally encourage um, people to reach out to what other churches are doing that you kind of align with. Cause that's mm-hmm. so awesome to get to do that. Um, but God has a calling on you in your role and um, your church specifically. 
and your team of leaders and, and the families that come into your church. And so to be aligned with what the Spirit is calling you to do and um, to not stop praying because it's really hard. Um, and it's hard because it matters. It's God's work. It's kingdom work. Um, I mean, you are leading kids to know Jesus. Like, that's a big deal. And um, you just have to be aligned with the Lord in that. Mm-hmm. And so, um, yeah, it's humbling. It's awesome. It's amazing. And if you're doing it, if you feel called to do it, don't give up. Yeah, that's awesome. I love that. Uh, Chelsea, if you if we have people who are listening right now who have questions about the events that you talked about, especially Summer Wars, if people are interested about <laughs> what curriculum you're using and all of those details, where can people find you? Yeah, awesome. So um, they could just email me at Chelsea, C-H-E-L-S-E-Y, at journeyandbin.com. Uh, you can also go to our website at journeyandbin.com and click on our kids page just to see what's going on there and what events we have coming up with descriptions and um, but seriously, always email me. Happy to, to share what I've learned and um, what the Lord's doing. Um, yeah, that's awesome. Thank you so much for being on our podcast today. I learned a lot by what you were saying, and I felt so encouraged, and I hope other people did as well. Um, so friends, if you love this conversation, um, don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. You can write us a review so that helps other people find the Kids Ministry Circle podcast. And you can jump over um, to our Instagram, which is at Kids Ministry Circle, to just continue this conversation um, as we connect with other kids ministry leaders. And we are so thankful that you are here and that you are listening and that you are learning and growing. And we will see you next time.